Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Educating Josh, in which the three of us, James O'Neill, myself, Luke Cutforth, and our special guest all the way from Canada, Elle Mills. Yay! Hey, Elle. Hello. Bring together three of the most divisive stories of the week. Our wonderful Josh Winslade will have 20 seconds to respond with his gut feeling on the story with absolutely no research, after which we will have an attempt at educating Josh. Make sure you stick around to the end for the quick fire round with some of your stories from social media. Don't forget to follow us at Educating Josh on all socials, subscribe and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Guys, it's the second episode in a row that we've not had Lucy here. Are you missing her? I, I am. really am. Me I too. miss her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you even know Lucy? No. <laughs> well, in our polls last week, I asked the question, is it right to censor hateful misinformation online? And we had a very decisive audience with 78% yes. But Ada said on Twitter, the idea that social media can control what we do and don't see online kind of scares me. I'm a bit conflicted because misinformation can also be dangerous and it hurts other people. So this is a tough one. Very divided audience. Elle, could you please read me Lucy's poll from last week? Thank you. Yes, I can. The question was, should organ donation be changed to opt out? Uh, 78% said yes. That's exactly the same as my poll. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mysterious. Wow. Yeah. There's I some Russian interference making, going on. No, you're just making multiple Slight, accounts. Lucy got Luke. slightly more nose, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey said on Twitter, in countries that have opt-out, the number of donors is way higher. People are lazy and only start caring about things when they personally are affected. So, <laughs> pretty damning assessment of the human race there. And James, how did your poll perform? My question last week was, should we scrap benefits in favour of a universal basic income? Absolutely. <laughs> and most people, 69% of people said no. Wow, Twitter agreed with you, Josh. But a, qu- a quarter it's of ridiculous. people said yes, which is really high. Daniel said on Twitter, some benefits... I, such- I think that quarter of people are above the, the higher tax threshold. <laughs> <laughs> Something tells me. Daniel said on Twitter, some benefits such as the personal independence payment are necessary. However, I am in strong support of universal basic income as a baseline. So fighting Josh there... All right, we'll move on to the first story of the week. Very contentious story. That's James's story. My story this week comes from iNews, and the headline is... From where? From iNews. Is that a thing? That's a thing, apparently. Okay. The headline is, homeless people are being given barcodes so the public can donate money through an app. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> These are the three things you need to know, Josh. Go on. A new app will allow the public to transfer money to homeless people as carrying cash and change becomes less and less popular. The Greater Change Initiative, which is being piloted in Oxford, is giving rough sleepers a barcode which the public can scan through Sorry. the app. <laughs> on their forehead. <laughs> enabling them to make a donation. The QR code is visible on a lanyard, not their head, Josh, <laughs> which homeless people can choose whether or not to wear. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> how freeing for them. How yeah. freeing. <laughs> Greater Change, which launched in April and initially allowed donations to be made through its website, aims to break the stigma around homelessness by allowing the public to read a story about the individual they donate to on the app, if they consent to it. Homeless people do not need to have a bank account or a smartphone themselves to access their donations, and Greater Change does not take a cut. But the money cannot be spent at the homeless person's discretion. It is for goals such as rent deposits, skills courses, and obtaining ID. My question to you, Josh, is, is it a good idea to give homeless people a barcode? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Yeah? I kind of agree with giving them a barcode. Yeah. In fact, I'm actually helping try to set one up in the UK. Are you actually? (laughs) I am indeed, yeah. So I kind of, yeah, but I don't see what, what would be wrong with it. All right, Elle, well, you gave me a funny look when I said really, because I think this is really not not bad, just no, weird. I, I agree it's weird, but I'm like, I'm the same as Josh. Like, yeah. what what is the harm 
it is weird, but like, I, what's like? Okay, no, it'd be weird if it was stamped on their head. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I agree with that. Like, but like, I mean, like, like a bigotry tattoo. <laughs> they mean well. Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of the the fact that they're. I think more people will donate because you know it's going to a rent deposit or a skills course or or ID or something that isn't what the stigma is based around normally, which is drugs or alcohol or other substances that they then abuse with the money that you give them on the streets. Plus, also, I never have cash, and I do want to help. I was going to say, I never yeah, have cash, too. that's why. I yeah. never have cash either. Looking into it further, like, yeah, we nobody carries cash anymore. Uh, it is good to be able to just make a donation with, like in as cashless and and the goal of it is to help people that their their whole thing is helping people help these homeless people try and get back on track i agree i agree but yes initially i you you say what you're gonna say it's a bit like scanners do you remember that old yeah. game you used to play <laughs> in the supermarket i don't know if it you wasn't a it, game so. in the supermarket no. there was a it, it was so like it was it's this little toy you used to have mm-hmm. and you'd go in the supermarket and you'd scan barcodes and you'd find like Pokemon-style monsters oh. in the barcodes. Where did you and live? Then you'd, and then you'd like fight with each other, like everyone that had it. it was called Scanners. It was really cool. But like, awesome. I don't like the idea of like scanning it and then seeing a story and then what happens if you oh, don't yeah, agree and you like, walk I away? The story part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was weird. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Oh, when I, I first saw, yeah, when I first saw this, it was marketed as oh, would, wouldn't you prefer to read a homeless person's story before donating? Oh, and I was like, not. absolutely no. not. And then when I looked further into it, that's when I saw that it was trying to yeah. you know, help. What if you disagree with the story? It doesn't well, like you then awkwardly have to just walk away. Yeah, like, oh, sorry, no, I've changed my mind. Like, it does seem a bit dehumanizing. Well, I way. think you do it from afar. You don't just go up to them and go, one second, <laughs> I'm just going to consider your existence on this earth. Let and then scan you. <laughs> yeah. The thing I find awkward about this is that I don't believe it is the public's responsibility to look after the homeless. I do believe that we should be helping people and trying to reduce inequality, mm-hmm. but not through giving money to the individual person. I think it's on it, the onus is on the government and on us through charitable work to reduce, in, reduce inequality. And this sort of, I think almost the death of cash will force our government to actually fix the underlying issue as opposed to relying on us to give out change because we feel a bit bad because we see yeah. someone on the street. So looking at the the bigger picture, basically, which is why they're there in the first place, let's tackle that. Sure, because mm-hmm. it, this is essentially a tax on, on niceness, because nice people are going to give money mm-hmm. and not nice people are not going to give money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so it only, then falls that the nicest people of society are doing the most work. Are looking yes. after the homeless. Yeah, and the people who are not doing anything don't do anything. Well, they don't need to suffer in the meantime, though. Do you know what I mean? That's like going, if there is a way of recognizing the fact that the government isn't doing something about it, doesn't mean they have to suffer until they do. Like, we can do both. We can give them a barcode and then we can, you know, compel the government to, to sort their act out. Help them out as much as we can. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I just fully, fully don't agree. I just think this is perpetuating a problem that could be sorted out in a much quicker way uh, if the government actually bothered. Yeah, I do. But question. I agree. I agree. On the individual level, it sucks for the individual person. Uh, this is weird because actually you, you three are against me. This happens quite a lot. Um, I do question how much it is going to help, though, and also that they can't access the funds until until what they have to go through. But they don't need a bank account. For, they don't need a bank a account. They don't yeah. need a smartphone. There are people that are suffering and they need help. And I just think mm-hmm. this is just this is a nice idea. The person that's created it, Alex, he's not taking any money from it, so it is purely, you know, for for the benefit of homeless people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's towards rent deposits. They're really hard things to, to obtain. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I also don't think... It, I mean, why is it the government's responsibility to help the homeless? 
It's not. You're, it's, 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 because the government, because the government it, we don't, set up a no, government. the government don't have to be nice. It's, we well, can be nice, we can decide nice, to be we stop nice. paying our taxes. But these people are people that have... There's quite a long ladder you have to fall down to become homeless. So there will have been supports and things on the way, and these people have either... Do you know what I mean? Like, What do you see the role of government is, then, if you don't see it is to look after the citizens of the country? Well, to police, to enforce law, to... Well, but that, to, is, that is looking after the citizens of the country. Yeah, but I don't think it's that... That person has made decisions in their life that have led them there, okay, not the but government. It, but if, yes, I know, but it's also not our fault that that person... No, but you're not being made to. No, I know. It's whether you want to or not. I know, but... Yes... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not being forced to give them money. Mm-hmm. You're deciding out of the nicety of your heart. You know what? I appreciate that you've made some bad decisions and it's no one's fault that you're there but your own, but I still want to help you. And this is allowing you a way to do that that makes you know that it's going towards a rent deposit. It's going towards something that you can be f- proud of rather than But by that logic, do you think we drugs? should just destroy the NHS system because people will get fat from their own choices sometimes or no, smoke the from NHS their own choices? does more than help fat people. It's, no, but, it's pre- but do you think we should do it based on only ever preconditions we should just go well if, if you if it's your fault you're ill then you should just die because that's that same logic is that no because most of the time when people get to that way it's a mental condition no no i know a... but if it's not smoking for example i don't i disagree that we help with smoking right so you think we should yeah, just you, let you choose to smoke yeah, don't waste money on that's people something that is a decision yeah okay. is a decision. but you can't prove that your lung cancer has come from smoking what what if yeah they smoked for 90 years but that one percent chance you, that it you was can't, already there you can't prove that the person sitting on the on the street has only got there through their own decisions there's a lot of inequality in the world there's a lot of messed up stuff yeah. people cheating each other that's a lot a big part of why people end up homeless not just because they did a bunch of crack My, maybe yeah, they did a bunch of crack exactly. because the world's unbearable yeah, but a lot of people didn't do a bunch of crack. My biggest concern with your statement is that it's not always just bad choices. It is circumstance. And some people, it's completely circumstance that they end up mm. on the street. And it's not always just this person. Oh, they're homeless because they've made bad decisions. I think that's a dangerous stigma, a dangerous, uh, dangerous train of thought. Oh, great. what's the situation in, uh, in Canada like with regards to homelessness? Because over here in the major cities is a pretty big issue. But I see Canada as a sort of more equal country from uh, the outside. To be fair, I don't live like in a huge city, sure. so I don't see too much. And I don't live downtown. Downtown, mm. obviously, there's some. Mm. I think uh, Toronto, which is like the biggest city in Canada, mm. obviously, there's mm. a homeless problem there. But um, I don't think it's as bad as um, places like New York or, mm-hmm. you yeah, know. Gosh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard anything. I've been to New York, it, so. and it, it's worse than London. I think mm-hmm. from what I've seen. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I don't know. I just, I just think, I just feel like this is treating homeless people almost like babies. Like we're not giving them autonomy to make their own decisions. And and, and no, it's the opposite. It is giving them autonomy. No, it's not. It's taking the decision away from them. Going, you can only what, spend what it on rent. You can only spend it on food. The decision to smoke. If someone wants to smoke in this in this society, then why are we banning them from smoking? And we're it's not, their money. If someone's chosen from, to give them money, not, why is it... We're not, not banning them from smoking. We're recognising their situation and saying, and then going and highlighting things that they need help with and putting towards that. No one's banning them from smoking. Well, but they're if telling they them what money, to do with their money. Sp- no, they're not. Yes, they are, because no, they're it, not. this they're system could only be used. To, no, I'm deciding to put my money towards something that I know that person needs. Mm-hmm. That's my decision. Like, if I gave that person change and I wasn't a part of that, if they wanted to go spend that on cigarettes because it makes their day a little bit happier, then that's absolutely fine. But if I'm given the option as to whether to give them that money like that or to put it towards knowing they're going to have a hot meal, which is healthier for them, I'm going to do that. And that's my choice because it's my money. 
All right. Well, you can let us know what you think at our polls at Educating Josh on Twitter. It is time. <laughs> Terrified for these polls. Wow. It oh is time gosh. for the second story of the week. That is Elle's story. Uh, this story is from The Times. Oh. Um, the headline is Anger as Disney Cast Straight Actor Jack Whitehall in Gay Role. Um, so the three things you need to know. Um, number one, the British comedian who previously dated the actress Gemma Chan will star alongside Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt in Jungle Cruise. A source told The Sun that Whitehall's character would be a hugely effete, very camp, and very funny and confirmed he is playing a gay man. The news has led some people to ask why a gay actor wasn't cast for the role. Could they seriously not pick someone actually gay, one person tweeted? But others are warning about the dangers of calling for gay roles to only be played by gay actors, since it can lead to typecasting. Jonah Ford said calling for gay actors to play gay roles will limit gay actors only to gay roles. He said what mattered was if the performance was believable. So the question to you, Josh, is it okay that Jack Whitehall has been cast to play a gay character? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Yeah, of course it is. I think that's fine. I I, I genuinely don't have a problem with that. Like, can you imagine if only straight people were allowed to play straight characters? It is different. That would be awful. Why is it different? (laughs) I feel it is different because... um, This is is similar to what we were talking about at Summer in the City, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's sort of... um, For me, it's like... Had... That there's been a significant lack of gay characters over the course of of the last 50 years of film or whatever and so <laughs> see I'm, I'm struggling with this because i sort of disagree with myself but i'm going to try and get this thought out of my brain and then we'll all fight me again uh <laughs> you can fight yourself i can i'm doing it right now <laughs> And so over the course of the last 50 years, there will have been gay actors who are going up for roles who have been told that they're too gay to play a straight role. Maybe and they so were. now that there's finally a demand for gay characters, and that's the thing as well, is gay is sort of irrelevant, is it not? Because it, it, where you, what you choose to have sex with is sort of irrelevant. Do you know what? I've got a bigger problem with the fact that the person, he's playing a gay man. Unless that's important to the story, why are they shouting out about that? Oh, um, this is the first openly gay character in a Disney movie. Okay, so that's ever. why. But is the fact that this person is openly gay in the movie yeah, important to the story? I think it's. Like, or is this Disney doing another? Well, I don't know. Woo! Now this is where you We're get into a, this is where you get into a funny area because the fact that he is camp does play a strong role in the story. I'm not sure. We don't know yet. Um, what's wait? What's camp? I so camp is like flamboyant. Oh, like the boisterous And so it's almost like we are making, or the, the general society is making a direct link between campness and gayness, which, which is not necessarily there. True. And that is a stereotype as well. And that's not very good. If they're going, oh, he's he's very camp and very funny. Oh yeah, of course he's gay. And Jack Whitehall is awful. very camp. And, but Jack, yeah, but he, Jack, he is very camp. He's also very funny. I think mm. he's brilliant. But like, mm. I don't know. That seems, why would they cast such a stereotypical gay person? Well, they didn't because they cast a straight, <laughs> man. They cast why a straight would they, man. Why would they write such a stereotypical gay character? Well, they because they're representing all different types of people, and those kind of people do exist. Yeah, those two people. Yeah. 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 And because Disney wants to appeal to the, the current wave of uh, of enthusiasm for the LGBT community, so they can monetize it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all about monetization. <laughs> um, I d- no, I, d- I don't see a problem with it at all. Um, I think that. You know, to be fair, if you are, 
if you are gay, then you've had a life experience that should then put you at an advantage when you're playing a gay character. You should be able to draw on experiences and emotions and a way of being that gives you an advantage in that audition. But people will have auditioned. I guess where it's annoying here is that I, I doubt Jack Whitehall was involved at the very beginning of the audition process. Do you know what I mean? He's a name already, so they've gone, yeah. ah, he'd be good. Yeah. So I think it's less that he's camp and whatever, it's more that they're like they're trying to get a name in the film that would would work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I don't get it. But also, they'd have been celebrated if they had cast someone that was gay, so maybe Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And it's I'm true. partly quite surprised that Jack Whitehall took this role because he must have known this would happen. Surely, probably because yeah. of what like Scarlett Johansson's situation. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Yeah. It's not like Recent, this yeah. is unprecedented, is it? Yeah. What yeah. do you think about this album? How do see? I'm I'm split because I see both sides, but I'm I lean more towards what Josh is saying. Mm. I think it's okay because, like, you can't like it's he's an actor. It's a role. He's acting. Who cares what his sexuality is? Yeah. But the I guess the thing that's holding me back is because it is like the first openly gay character and like I feel like I yeah. understand where people are coming from like and there are a lot of people a lot of actors who are gay that do not get casted as a straight character because they are too flamboyant too or they're scared to come out as gay because they think it will affect yeah, their career but does it. that not then mean that they're not a good actor yeah, if you're gay and very camp and you can't tone it down and play a straight man then you can't play those characters and that sucks but sorry hmm. yeah I, I don't know I think I think this has less I don't know I think he should play it because obviously his performance is probably going to be really good I don't know yeah he's, yeah. Very, he's quite a camp man yeah I think what I because what I, again like, it's sort of like I'm against it well, I mean, what do you think James because at the moment I need an ally come on I, I see the outrage I see why people because this is Disney's first openly gay mm-hmm. first sure. written for the role gay character and they've just kind of like dipped their toe in the water and go, oh, we'll just we'll just hire a straight actor. It's fine. That, mm. That's how it seems on the surface with the announcement of it. Yeah. Um, I do, however, also see the other side in that this angers me less than, say, if it was, um, let's say, originally a role for a black person or a person of color that was then rewritten for a white person. Or mm. if it was like a... Like Scarlett Johansson. Or if it, yeah, like Scarlett yeah. Johansson. If it was a trans character that was played by... The cis person that mm-hmm. that kind of angers me more, or an Asian person played by Scarlett Scarlet Johansson. Well. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, sexuality is just not a. It's it's a thing that you know actors are actors. Of course, they can. Yeah, you can't play a white person. Can't play a black person. Well, they did, and a white person in the past, but they shouldn't. And but why? Exactly. Why by this logic? Why not? Because because it's just a character trait, right? I don't think we're quite there yet. <laughs> when everything's no, okay and people haven't been offended in the way that they have. But I... that's that's what's happened to the LGBT community. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. And I see this as sort of like Disney are um, coming in and they are going, okay, this is a marginalized group who we're going to monetize. I think part of the issue here is that it's being monetized. They're going and they're going to give nothing back to that group. Yeah, but gay is a sexuality. It's it's But it's like, not choice, it's the same thing as as a Yes, exactly. But how do you know someone's gay until they've told you unless you're drawing on the stereotypes which are very easy to act? Well, I think that's why it was kind of relevant that he his dating history, he has said he is straight. Yeah. And so uh, why uh, it's, I'm more surprised at him having been being a, a straight I think, I think there's nothing wrong with it but it's almost like a, you're kind of disappointed like because it was a nice opportunity it's like come on yeah. Disney it was a nice yeah yeah no, I, I agree with that 
you know, it's, 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 they had a really nice opportunity to kind of do something good mm. for a community that's at the moment just making strides in the in the press and and people are waking up and becoming really aware of it. And it's just this amazing kind of movement that's happening at the moment. Mm-hmm. Maybe and and they just had this huge opportunity to do something huge and they didn't. Yeah, but. If they had cast a gay person, we'd be doing this article and I'd be going, hey, they're jumping on that free press. They're jumping, they're on, jumping on their bandwagon. Okay, well, you can let us know what you think over on Twitter. <laughs> in our polls at Educating Josh, it is time for the last story of the week. That is my story. Josh, my story comes from The Independent, and it is that Oscars to add a new award for popular films, Academy of Motion Pictures announces. Here are the three things you need to know. The Oscars will have a new award category next year, honoring popular films in a major shakeup for the most prestigious awards show in the movie industry. With the awards seemingly unable to reflect public taste in recent years, the Academy's new popular film category appears to be designed to fill the gap. Quote, popular films should be nominated in general, tweeted culture critic Ira Madsen III. Ira Madsen III? What a brilliant name. Is that actually? Okay, fantastic. What's been defined as Oscar-worthy or Oscar bait has been defined by the pretensions of white people. (laughs) Okay. My question for you, Josh, is, are the Oscars right to introduce a popular movie category? 20 seconds, Josh. Go. Is this not them just going like, we suck at knowing what's popular, (laughs) you guys do it for us? You do it for us. I... It is, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is it though? I think it's basically the big part of the movie industry because all movies are moving towards just making loads of money as opposed to being artistically sound. Yeah. Which is what the Academy was sort of the role of the Academy was. I think what a movie is is changing and what, uh, what... Yes, for the worse. And what a film... No, I don't agree with that at all. Like, so many people look at YouTube or short films and things like that and go, oh, it's not the same as films and movies and I just, I disagree. It's, it's, I think that... I don't know, like, I, I understand this idea of looking after what people see as the prestigious films and movies, and the, the, but there is, an, there is an idea of what an Oscar-winning film is. So, like, mm-hmm. Shape of Water, people were like, ah, I thought it was all right, but I can see why it won awards. Yeah. Uh, La La Land, ah, it was okay. It wasn't compared to other, like, singing and dancing songs that I mm-hmm. much, much prefer from years beforehand, but... You can see why they gave him the award because it was like that circle jerk Oscars style film. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like the, it it hits the notes that they want. Yeah, that's old now. Like things are changing. Different things are popular. I don't think. I think this is a really good idea for them to introduce this. Like, you know, I hate the idea that One Direction released a documentary and that's the one that's voted for. I don't know why I hate that, and I'm probably wrong to hate it, but. Um, I, I'd still argue more for it than against it, even though One Direction probably could do that <laughs> if there was one. Can I ask, what does this mean? Is this like one category that's just to do with... This is like one category for popular films. The yeah. most popular films. All that, Oscars if... are decided by a board. Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. there is yeah. no public interaction right, whatsoever. Okay. So is it decided by... Does this mean it's going to be decided by the public or is it... So they're not actually announced quite how it's going to work, but the, the sort of hint is that basically it's going to be which one's made the most money at the box office, which I don't really think is a measure of whether a film is good. No, I think it should be who made the... the like, who made the most in comparison to their budget, maybe. Then. Yeah, I think that makes... Yeah. I mean, if you make a film for half a million, yet make 30 million, that's a... Th- you know, that's quick maths. I've always seen the role of award ceremonies to pick out films that are artistically and 
um, what's the word, like metaphorically sound yeah. and sort of give them this prestigious award to sort of raise them up so they don't need this giant marketing budget to make, to, to reach the big audience. Yeah, I kind of agree, actually. Like, Love Island won a Brit this year. No, what, yeah. yeah, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Why? I don't know <laughs> why. I, don't I know. understand that Love Island is good-ish in an addictive sort of way. And it's it's interesting. It brings the country together, but I it's suppose. It's popular. Everyone's watching it. But have, you just seen, the, have you seen Love Island, Dale? I've heard of it. I have not. I do not know what it looks like. Do not. I it, just know there was in the same... Wasn't there like a thing at the same... Uh, place to summer in the city uh, yeah there was yeah, the, yeah, there was yeah, the yeah, love was, island exhibition yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know we had we had summer in the city going on a love island convention and a jehovah's witness, <laughs> jehovah's witness thing at the same time so that was, <laughs> it was that a was nice fun. mix of people wasn't it it's basically like uh like big brother but with more sex and dating yeah that's what i heard <laughs> less clothes less clothes yeah. and like, so like i see i see like i'm a very cynical horrible person so <laughs> i see something like love island or something like a really, really popular um, billion dollar movie uh-huh. as sort of the equivalent of like crack cocaine. It sort of, <laughs> it sort of numbs you for a bit. It, it very, it's very addictive and it for, sort of forces you to sort of do it more and more and more. Luke and I don't think from we experience here. Yeah, I don't think we, yeah, I love, I love a bit of crack cocaine. Crack cocaine. Crack no, cocaine. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. It sounds like I've tried it. Oh God, I'm getting myself into a big, big hole here. Anyway. <laughs> I see it sort of like the crack cocaine of the movie industry, basically making something so addictive that people just keep eating it up. And I don't think we should be lending what is supposed to be this prestigious, fantastic, like powerful figure that, br- that brings up the, the underdog to something that's already making billions. It doesn't need an award. It's made billions of pounds. I mean, there is something in making a billion pounds that that should be recognised as well. But what about should a it? film? Yeah. Donald Trump, he's made a billion pounds. He's the, he's the president. Well, he's also lost a billion pounds as well. Like, I How do you lose a billion pounds? I know. Um, so... But it depends. I, I again, it but depends. If it's just one award, then what's the problem? Like the other, the other films are still getting recognition. Yeah, just don't take it as seriously. Yes, but it it, it sets a just, precedent. Just turn it so off. you actually you you hold the Oscars to esteem and are quite yes. You, know, you think or that I they, think they, I, they, get, they get it world. right. No, not necessarily get it right, but I think they are they're striving towards getting right. For me, the Oscars is like a little circle jerk of all the popular producers and filmmakers that get together and go, hey, look at us, we're all amazing. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. But it is really fun to watch, though. Ooh, damning assessment of the Oscars from Josh there, who wants to work in the film industry. <laughs> Do work in the film industry. None of your films are ever going to win an Oscar now. Okay, but imagine this, right? There's a reason why, say there's, a, there's an Oscar, for example, Best Picture, right? There's a reason why Marvel But that isn't the best picture. That. that isn't the best picture. Like, I, I barely ever agree with that award. I think and it was I, Shape of Water last year. Oh, last year, this Shape year, Water this was fantastic. Year. I hated it. I hate you oh. both. So, hot take. <laughs> I don't like the Shape of Water. What did you think of Shape of Water? Elle? I haven't fin. I haven't been able to finish it yet. But I've How heard it's really good. The film and not finish I was on the airplane. Oh, okay. yeah. Understandable. <laughs> I didn't want to finish it, but I did. <laughs> well, is there a popular film that you thought should have been nominated or won an Oscar that wasn't nominated? Yes. Um, that's a really good question. Because <laughs> mm, I think I'm with Luke. I don't think it should be. I, d- I don't really care that much because it's just an award. Who cares? Yeah. But um, I, yeah. I think we it should. the Oscars should be left to be judged on the actual film itself rather than the numbers. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I was going to say as well is what happens if someone releases a film and decides to release it for free? you know, some cool movement and it gets really yeah. popular and yeah. does it, is that not then taken into account? But I do think the Oscars is quite elitist and not... No, I agree with that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, it's yeah. just another way of having something to strive to 
and then uh, another one of these do you know what i mean like yeah everything has every industry has this thing it's like oh when i get there i've made it and i believe that's wrong i think that's what makes creative people not happy because they then judge themselves and judge their work based on whether they've hit that thing or not and they shouldn't they should but they should judge themselves based on the merits of their own work and the own way that they want to judge their work rather than oh i've made a film it's not been nominated for an oscar that film could be amazing but it's not part of this elitist group and this elitist culture so what do you think of for example lord of the rings mad max do you think they should have won oscars yeah i think they're great films okay well they were nominated yeah so the so the oscars do nominate popular films when they're all so good yeah of course they do it's like but i just i just hate the idea that it exists i I agree with celebrating i agree with celebrating a good film and i think that's a good way of doing things but like i don't know just the best picture and I i just i'm not comfortable with that like i think it's a personal experience everybody has a different favorite film um and i think that in an industry that is full of creative people unless you're right at the top it's very unlikely that you ever get there. And I think that that does have a big part to play in why so many creatives are depressed. All right. Well, you can let us know what you think over on Twitter in our polls at Educating Josh. It is time for the quick fire round. All right, Josh, YouTuber Joe Sugg will appear on BBC's Strictly Come Dancing. Who's Joe Sugg? <laughs> Zoella's brother. Oh, my God. He's going to be so happy if he hears that. <laughs> he just called just Zoella's brother. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Josh? Great. Yep. Awesome. Merging platforms. Whoops. <laughs> okay, great. I mean, it's about time they start taking it seriously and it starts crossing over. Like, these guys deserve to make more money, don't they? All right, fair don't. enough. <laughs> Police smash car window and drag a driver out because he wasn't wearing his seatbelt. Wow. Oh my god. Is that, that your response? Excessive. Wow. It's a bit excessive. It is a little bit, isn't it? But harsh love, isn't it? It's a bit hard oh. love. <laughs> However, in the context of... He is of, always going to wear his seatbelt from now on, isn't In the he? context of that, there apparently was like a 30-minute altercation where he refused to open the door or his window. Oh. So, Maybe that's why he context is important, people. Okay. Earth has undetected mini-moons, which could be so valuable that they will spark a gold rush into space. In space. Mini-moons? Mini-moons! Wow. Should we go, Josh? Yes. Go let's make some money because YouTube is dying. A mum <laughs> says that her psychic powers are so strong that she has to wear a hoodie to block out the evil spirits. Oh my god. So strong yet a hoodie defeats them. I was going to say, like, why does a hoodie block out the spirits? So what kind of hoodie? hoodie is this? Ooh, let's go and possess this human. Oh, wait, oh, she's wearing a hoodie. Wearing a- <laughs> well, to be fair, as a kid, I always put the sheet over my head so the spirits couldn't get me. Uh, uh, to be fair, it, uh, you know, when you're scared at night, when you're scared at night, anything, anything, over your head, anything protects you. That's it. Nothing right. can touch you. So she's right. Fantastic. And the good news story of the week is that a parrot has told a firefighter to fuck off after getting stuck on a roof. (laughs) I was was wondering where my parrot was. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Educating Josh with Elle Mills. Love you, Elle Mills. Thank you for having me. We've had a very interesting week this week. Pretty pretty decisive, except for me. (laughs) I sort of fought you all. You're just renegade now, Luke. I know. Should we just change the title of the show? Educating Luke. Arguing with Luke. (laughs) Not as catchy, is it? Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Educating Josh. We'll be polls and content from each of today's topics, and we'd love to hear your thoughts. We also want you to send in more questions for next week's quickfire round. Please go subscribe, and most importantly, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. This has been Educating Josh, a Studio 71 production. We'll see you next week for another episode of Educating Josh with Lucy, I hope. Goodbye. Goodbye. Not that we don't love you, Elle, but we I want know. Lucy I was back. a little bit offended, but okay. <laughs>